Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 5, Episode 9 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials in Matthew Chapter 2 and Luke Chapter 2, studying in the week of January the 9th to January the 15th. And today uh, we're going to go into looking at the witnesses of this um, this wonderful event of the Saviour's birth. So again, as I mentioned, we're going to go through this chronologically, so we'll jump about a bit between Luke and Matthew. Um, but in Luke chapter 2, in verse 8, it says, And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. Now, this um, this fact that the shepherds themselves were keeping watch over their flock by night is an interesting one, apparently. Um, it's just something I've always accepted listening to the, uh, the nativity story uh, growing up. But according to S. Kent Brown and a number of biblical scholars, uh, this verse actually gives us one of the biggest evidences that the Saviour was born around in the springtime rather than in the winter in, on December the 15th, or uh, 25th even. Um, and um, to put it, to kind of put what he says uh, in a condensed way, um, usually uh, an older child or young teenager would stay with the sheep through the night. But the fact that the shepherds themselves uh, and, 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 and a number of them were watching the flock over the night suggests that they were in the birthing season, the, the sheep that is. Um, and so therefore they were keeping an eye on uh, lambs being born, which... Uh, not only kind of gives us a bit more of an idea of like time-wise when this story happens, but it also uh, gives us an even deep parallel uh, parallel meaning um, between that and the Saviour being born, who we often refer to as the Lamb of God. I mean, the fact that the angels chose to appear to the shepherds has so many symbolic meanings uh, with the Saviour, the saviour, as I just mentioned, that like these shepherds are watching for these for these lambs to be born, and indeed they did find a lamb that was born that night, uh, the Lamb of God, um, and the and the significant meaning behind that and what the saviour would, would would do. These uh, shepherds often would be looking after these sheep and lambs uh, to be able to provide sacrifices for the temple as well, which of course um, again links to the Saviour and what he would ultimately do as a sacrifice. Um, we also have the link between uh, the fact that the Saviour is often called the Good Shepherd and that uh, these shepherds uh, went and uh, and witnessed his birth and his coming into the world. There's just so much there uh, about um, why shepherds and why is this story recorded as well? What are we, what are we trying to get from this? Um, so just a lot of wonderful, deep insights there into just why this is a significant event uh, in the story. And it's um, just wonderful to consider, really. In verse 10, the angel speaks to them and says, um, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. Um, which is a wonderful um, in, invitation to to fear not. Um we are often told about how faith can can replace doubt and fear. And of course, that doesn't mean that if we are doubting or fearing something in our lives that we're doing something wrong, but we can try and seek for faith and we can try and seek for trust in the Lord to help us through those difficult things. Um, uh, I'll 
Elder L. Whitney Clayton said, quote, Despite life's hardships, the message of the Lord to each of us is the same today as it was to the shepherds keeping watch 2,000 years ago. Fear not. Perhaps the angel's injunction to fear not has more transcendent, transcendent relevance to, to us today than it did calming the shepherds' fear that first Christmas night. Could he also have meant for us to understand that because of the Saviour, fear will never triumph? To reinforce that the ultimate fear is never justified, to remind us that no earthly problem need be lasting, that none of us is beyond redeeming. The sweetest gift given at Christmas will always be the one our Saviour himself gave us, his perfect peace. Even in a world where peace seems far off, the Saviour's gift of peace can lift in our hearts, regardless of live in our hearts, regardless of our circumstances. If we accept the Saviour's invitation to follow him, lasting fear is forever banished. Our future has been secured. Close quote. Um, I love that, uh, that it isn't just fear not because you're seeing a host of angels right now, but it is fear not because, <laughs> you know, the Saviour has been born and that he shall bring peace. And actually that is what um, the, the angel says. Uh, I think we often straight away think, oh, he's saying fear not because they're terrified that this angel has appeared before them. But that's not what the angel actually says. But um, he says, fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy. So it's suggesting that they need no fear any longer because of these good tidings he's about to give them, which in verse 11 is described as, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a saviour, which is Christ the Lord. Um, so, you know, the saviour is the one that dispel or should be dispelling the shepherd's fear right now. In verse 12, it says, and this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. So, of course, the telltale sign that they have found the child is the fact that, yes, he's wrapped in swaddling clothes, which isn't unusual uh, for a child at that time or even today. But um, he will be lying in a manger. And that is obviously one of the significant differences between the Saviour and other children that were born at that time. Um so shepherd's response, I mean, I think I've spoken about this on the podcast before in a different setting, but um, of course, you know, one of the things we learn from the angels, the shepherds even, is uh, what our response be, should, should be once we receive an important revelation or we receive some direction or we receive something like that, or perhaps uh, guidance from the prophets or something else like that. Uh, in verse 15, it says, as the angels were gone away from them in, into heaven, the angels said to one another, let us now go even unto Bethlehem. And then in verse 16, and they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in the manger. And then um, after they had seen and uh, bore witness of uh, this birth, um, we then read it, that they are diligent and verse 17 and when they had seen it they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child uh, i think that um, that is a, just a great example uh, of dedication um, humility um, and obedience um, i think to to the word of the lord and that um, is a good reminder for us um and in verse 19, I do want to mention this, actually. I don't have much to say about it, but this verse has always intrigued me. In verse 19, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Um, 
So Mary is kind of witnessing all of these things and she kind of takes not only the miraculous events of the Saviour's birth itself, but then also the fact that these shepherds have come and that they have witnessed and that they bear witness to others, which, by the way, um, considering the Saviour when he is grown to adulthood comes from supposedly nowhere, uh, from Nazareth, suggests that people didn't really listen to the shepherds as such. Or if they did, um, they kind of forgot about this experience because it was never really mentioned in the Saviour's adult life. Um, For me, I think that uh, it shows to us that Mary is a reflective and, um, and thoughtful individual, which again, is a great example for us, um, that we keep in our hearts the things that we learn from um, the Lord and that uh, he can continue to lead and guide us as we stay connected and thoughtful of him. Uh, Thank you so much for for sharing this time with us today to learn more about the shepherd's experience uh, in witnessing the birth of the Saviour or this this Christ child. Uh, We'll continue tomorrow uh, as we go into a bit more with the, the wise men. Uh, and we see uh, some of the um, messages and things that we learn from their experience. Thank you so much uh, for sharing this time with us today, and until we meet again.